Today on the pod, we have Paige Messier. She is a sophomore at the University of Rhode Island and is currently the color commentator for men's and women's basketball. We talk about how she got her start in sports media, the importance of being authentic, mindfulness and meditation, decluttering our Instagram feed, and how she uses being a woman in sports to her advantage. So stay tuned. So hi, thank Hello. you, thank you for coming and doing this. Of um, course, thank you for having me. I so I don't know you personally, mm. but I feel like I know you because right? of I think you do such a great job, especially with your social media, like presenting, like you. It seems so authentic to who you are. Oh my god! And <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, so I was just gonna ask you, like, how do you go about it? Because it, it's kind of like a living, breathing resume of everything that you're doing with sports yeah. media and. Like, what's your kind of philosophy behind social media? Because it can be, like, a positive thing, a negative mm-hmm. thing. So kind of what's your what's your approach, I guess? Yeah. So social media is, like, I try to make it as, like, genuine as possible because I know, like, how negative it can be. So I just try to be really real. Like, sometimes I talk on my stories. I try to really portray who I am. And I've, like, t- I took a social media break, like, last year just because you know how it gets with, like, sure. the mental health. And I was just, like... I can use this in a really positive way. So I'm trying to build a brand for myself, like in my name, not just like sports media, but just like I try to put some motivational stuff on there. I try to just be who I am and make a name, not just page from sports media, just like page messier than network from yeah. there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And is it, because you said you took a break, is it like too time consuming? Like what do you, what is the negative size that you feel like you've experienced? Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with my phone. Like, obsessed I'm always on it all the time which is good because you almost have to be right? yeah exactly you have to be because you have to kind of stay in the loop you have to post in order for people to like stay like for you to Engaged, stay relevant right? pretty much yeah and um yeah I was just using it way too much I was always like I was using it for the wrong reasons like I was comparing myself to people so I literally like unfollowed like so many people yep. just like it's really cool <laughs> that's my roommate Jamie oh Jamie from volleyball yes oh my god <laughs> hey buddy pause <laughs> hey, sorry no no don't apologize i'm Paige. hey how's it going sorry yeah. i'll take this hair off of your we definitely have well we were just talking about i was like i haven't i don't know her personally but i feel like i know her I yeah like from social media. that's right? what I, oh I, was, I was like she's like so authentic online that i'm like i feel like i know you, you are you're like a uri athletics icon oh my gosh <laughs> no um, no, but, but like you were saying with like yeah. the validation kind of stuff mm-hmm. I like unfollowed everyone that I didn't want to see like what they were posting because not only like I think it was like everyone that I hadn't talked to in like a year I was mm-hmm. like why am I following them yeah. like it, there's just no need because I was constantly comparing myself and you know not really living in my own life because I was just looking at everyone else's life so I was like I'm just gonna follow the people that like bring me joy mm-hmm. and accounts that bring me joy and I'm just gonna unfollow everyone else because it's so funny I went through I basically like decluttered my Instagram this is a couple years ago Mm -hmm. um but I don't know if you've had this where you'll meet like a a friend of a friend or something like at a concert and then you follow each other and you're like I don't even know you yeah like I will never see you ever again I have no business like knowing what you had for dinner it just clutters the field yes the uh, the feed the feed yeah yeah just declutter the feed I like that that's a good one right um so who are people that you follow on social media that you have been like keep it up with. yeah and like feel yeah. like add add to your feed mm-hmm. i follow of course all my friends mm-hmm. i follow pretty much 
every athlete that I come in contact with, I will follow just because I feel like it's a good networking thing sure. since I work with them. Um, I follow a lot of reporters from, like, ABC just because also networking. And I kind of, like, see what they post and, yeah. like, try to merge my Instagram kind of like that. I don't know if you are familiar with reporters, but Taylor Rocha, she's someone I've become more familiar with recently. <laughs> she's from Channel 10. She, like, just okay. moved here. Gotcha. But she's, like, around our age, and um, she's she kind of has social media like I want it, like, making a name for herself, not just, like, a sports reporter, but she does, like, reels and all that stuff. So I've been trying to do that more. I just posted a reel, like, yesterday. Nice. So I am trying to, like, merge my Instagram. I do post a lot about social media. I mean, sports media because I have to. Right. Um, But I've been trying to post more, like, personal stuff, too. Sure. I don't know if you see, like, the quotes. Yeah. I try no, to post I, quotes, um, like, every I day. I loved what you – I was, like, your story. I responded to it where it was, like, what's the best advice you've ever received? Mm-hmm. Like, stuff like that I feel like is not only engaging, like, it gets people to interact with you, but it's also just enlightening to see what everyone – because everyone has different – like, walks different paths in exactly. life. So it's cool just to see everybody's – experience and i'm a big like i love a good phrase i love a good like daily mantra and then we got i got so many like right i saw you posing i was like (laughs) jotting them down yeah it was Um, great so obviously like being in sports media like you said like you obviously have an obligation to post certain things how do you kind of keep separate or maybe you don't keep it separate Mm -hmm. but like something that you're passionate about versus something that feels like it's work almost that's what i've been struggling with because I was talking to my friend, I forget who it was, but he was, like, looking at my feed, he was, like, it's so professional, like, you gotta put some more, like, fun <laughs> stuff, and I was, like, you're right, so I think I'm trying to do a mixture of, like, like you said, a little bit of both, and I was gonna make a new, like, Instagram for, like, my okay. sports media, but then I was, like, mm, like, it's part of, like, who I am, so I was just, I'm trying to merge it both, I, I try not to put, I try not to put anything, like, provocative, or, like, I would never, like, I, I don't swear in general, but, like, I don't put any, like, curse words on my social media just because in the future like networking wise it could look bad but um I'm trying to actually merge it so it's like pleasure and work like all in one because like that's what that's who we are that's the goal yeah yeah so what do you do outside of um things that you feel like you're obligated to do like what do you what brings you joy a lot of things I'm I'm not gonna lie recently I've been a very happy person yeah I it's more about just like like, I love sunsets. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've noticed, but I post about them every single day. I, like, that definitely brings me joy. Just, like, little adventures, going to the beach, taking a hike, um, like, those little things. I play piano, so that's... Oh, yeah. I played violin for a year. Really? Not to for, brag. For a year? <laughs> yeah. What happened? Seventh grade. Uh, just, like, middle school orchestra, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, I, like, I started playing piano when I was, like, seven. Okay. And then did it pretty, like... I did, it was classically trained, gotcha. I'll say. So Your I did that protege. for like, yeah, <laughs> I did that for a few years, and now I just like write music and oh, try to cool. like. So that whenever I'm like stressed or anything, you'll see me at the keyboard. Like that's what I always do. In your dorm room. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So yeah. what kind of music do you gravitate towards? I usually gravitate towards like pop, more like like it, I, it's not really a genre, but I love sad songs. Okay. Like love and not because I'm sad. I just like, I love the lyrics. I'm a big country fan. Okay. I love country music. Um, it's not very popular <laughs> around here, but I love, love I know country. We, um, there's kind of a divide at least on our team where it's like, there's a handful of like diehard, like they love country music. Mm. I'm cool with like, every, I honestly like everything, but then like, obviously you have your, yeah, I hate that. So, like, you know, I just love the lyrics. It's not even this. I feel like country sure. songs have like really meaningful lyrics. Yeah. More yeah. than any other well, music. Well, that's, I like fell in love. I think about 
probably like two years ago now like Casey Musgraves I'm obsessed with Casey Musgraves yeah like I love that kind of almost what is it like a crossover it's like country pop yeah yeah for sure I love um, it. So what do you, what's your like game day routine? Cause I think that's something that people maybe don't realize is all the preparation that goes mm-hmm. into it. Like it's not just whatever two hours that you're there. Yeah. Um, how, how do you prepare? What does that look like leading up to yeah. like an event? It's funny you say that because my friend, I made a TikTok about it and my friend was like, cause I have notes, which I'll explain, but mm-hmm. she was like, I never knew you had notes in front of you when you're doing that. And I was like, you think I'm just coming up I with know. this on the spot? I was like, I don't know all this stuff. Like you got to research. So I usually start like I, for example, I have a game on Sunday. So I'll like kind of, I started prepping for that on Wednesday just because I don't like procrastinating. Like I'll get all stressed out. So I, um, it's like in a Google sheet, I just write pretty much all the information that I can about each team. I have like separate papers for each and I'll just write like where they're from, their heights, just some fun facts, their averages. And it takes a while. It takes a few hours just because you have to like, and also you have to update it. So like if like on Wednesday, both teams had a game in between Wednesday and Sunday. So I had to like wait until the game went on. And so it's like just a lot of preparation. And then the day of, I get there two hours early. So, um, and when we do that, we just, like, get, like, mic checks, like, all that kind of stuff. And we get, um, courtside seats, which is always nice. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I get to sit by the court every time. Um, you can talk to some players if you want to. Um, and then we do our open. That's not live. It's, yeah. like, yeah. we do that before just because sometimes it takes a few tries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's usually not the person with me. It's usually me that takes a few tries. So I'm, like, no, I didn't do that good. We got to do it again. Yeah. Um, but then from then on, it's all live. The, um, uh, what is it, halftime, that's all live, the end is all live, and then after that, we go to the um, post-game interviews, those usually take, like, 20 minutes, and I tweet usually from the Twitter mm-hmm. for those, and then after that, I'm done, but then I have the next one for the next week, so I pretty much just start, it's like a routine, but I'm almost done with it, I have two more left. Oh, nice. So. And, um, do you get nervous? Oh, yes. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> yes. So, fun fact, I was in broadcasting club in high school. Were you? Yeah, so I would, like, just do whatever, like, the hockey games or whatever sport was going on. And um, it's so – I don't think people realize how hard it is to think on your feet, like – Oh, and the, I, they talking don't. talking because, yeah. like, that's even the thing with even just doing this. Like, you realize people can't, like, necessarily see what's going on mm-hmm. if they're just listening to it or, or whatever – and so being able to like paint a picture with your voice is like it's so tough. difficult and it was I started off actually with you guys I did women's volleyball and that was like the first broadcasting I've ever done because I'm a sophomore now freshman year I did not do anything because COVID so I had no experience in high school I had no sports media experience like at all and then I just kind of got thrown into it which I'm very grateful for but at the time it was like super nerve-wracking so I started doing that. It was not on camera. It was just my voice. And I played volleyball in high school. So it was very easy for me to talk gotcha. about. So you had that kind of base understanding, at least. Of yeah. What was, I was going to say, I was like, how do you do a sport that you have no concept of? And I mean, maybe you did. Oh, no, already. I didn't. Yeah. Like, I'm not like I'm, I'm a very big NFL fan. I'm not a huge NBA. Fan. I am now. Because <laughs> yeah. I've just done so much research. But like I did not. And I'm the color commentator, which means like you explain why things happen. Mm. So I was like, all right gotta get some basketball yeah. knowledge so um I just get I do get super nervous before every single time like I'm nervous every time especially the men's games um I love commentating for the women's obviously because they're doing really well but the men's games have a lot more of an audience mm-hmm. so people actually like 
respond to how I do oh. on Twitter, which is not great. Do you, so what has that been like, just dealing with those? Con- I mean, do it's you been, get both positive? And, oh, yeah. yeah. I get way more positive That's than negative, yeah. especially from, like, other women, like, just, like, sure. being proud of, like, a woman being on there. But um, I've gotten a few. It was only one game that I got, like, I would say, like, maybe five or six. But it just being – because when you're doing something like that, you already have your own insecurities about things because, I, again, I don't know much. I do know. But I didn't know much about basketball, so I was, like, already insecure about, like, how I was saying things. And then, like, when people bring it up, it's kind of just like, ugh. But I kind of used it as, like, constructive because some of the things they were saying, like, are things I can work on. Like, they didn't say it in a nice way. But, like, I took it, and I was like, all right, I'll work on that. And then I did. And then – And, well, like, one of my favorite things that my um, dad told me, I he said, you know, anything that – anyone who is willing to, like, be embarrassed of you or for you isn't willing to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting because it's like, yeah, the pe- probably, like, the people that are most critical are the people that don't even understand, like, what it takes to be there. Exactly. <laughs> and so you're like, you realize I've been, like, prepping all week. Like, sorry yeah. I slipped up on that one I know. Part, and yeah. also, like, I'm, I'm 19 years old. Right. Like, and this doing... is my first. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And I'm a COVID freshman. Like, this <laughs> exactly. is literally the first time I'm, I'm doing this. But... And going back to, like, talking, like, on the spot, again, like, my dad knows so much about sports. Even he was like, there's no way I could do that. Because, like, yeah. if you slip up for one second and, like, you're, like, talking about something – and then, like, your brain, like, goes somewhere else for a second. You're done. You're done. Yeah. Like, because you can't say, like, um, uh, like, no. So you have to talk your way out of it, like, and you talk for two hours straight. So it's, like, I don't think people realize, like, and then the, the preparation helps, but it's, like, when it's live, like, you can't mess up. And, like, people don't realize, like, how on the spot that is, especially for, like, a 19-year-old that doesn't know basketball that well. Right. It's, like, because I can't just, like, go back to, like, volleyball, I could. I could just be, like, I could pick something out of my head. Sure. But basketball... I've gotten better with it, but it's still, like, it's nerve-wracking. And it's such a fast-paced game. Yes. You know, it's like you don't have that whistle blowing to then kind mm-hmm. of decompress. So what, I guess, brings you back to it each time? Like, what's what do you love about it? The feeling of just, like, there's a few things. I'm very passionate about sports, so, like, doing something for work that's a passion of mine, it, like, it doesn't feel like work. Like, I, it looks like I'm, like, I feel like I'm just courtside talking about a basketball game, which is really cool, like, that it's like I'm getting credit for it because it's like a job um and I also I've you can ask any of my friends any of my family like I've always loved being on the screen like I love I I I do love attention so like (laughs) what's your sign I have to ask I'm a Leo of course yeah (laughs) yeah I'm a Leo but like being on the screen like knowing that like I have like a little bit of an audience and like I also have gotten, like, quite a bit of, like, positive reinforcement as well, like, from my professors, from my friends, and all that's, like, kind of just, like, telling me, like, I'm doing the right thing, because, like, sometimes I'm, like, oh, maybe I'm not good at it, but I've gotten a lot of, like, positive reinforcement, so that's probably what keeps bringing me back. And that's, because even when I started this, I was, like, trying to be patient with myself and Mm -hmm. just be, like, all right, the audio is probably not going to sound great like the first couple of episodes, but you got to keep like doing I your research. Did you? Yeah, I thought they were good. Okay. I, yeah, I got some a ways to go. Well, at least like, so my, my oldest brother actually works in radio. He's like an executive oh. producer of um, a morning show down in Tampa. Wow. And so obviously he knows a lot about just like. Audio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all that stuff. So he listened to the one with my brother and was like, you got to like introduce the person that you're having on because I guess I just went right into it I was like so you know so then yeah. when I interviewed my friend Carly I you know put a little 
snippet at the beginning, but which means I got to do that for you as well. Yeah. But um, what were we just talking about? Um, we're talking about what brought me back. What what keeps bringing you back? So yeah. you were mentioning like that positive reinforcement. What is it? Do you ever feel like you're not like living up to? kind of where you should be at this point yes in life and 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 kind of what you're doing yeah I think in the sports media world I am ahead just because I'm a sophomore and like I'm doing these this internship that like it's like seniors and you know even older than that do so I think in that sense I'm ahead but sometimes like I'm very hard on myself because I mean you know as an athlete I was also an athlete in high school like you just constantly just like being competitive with yourself and I know that I could be putting in more work just like because I do, like, I rewatch my games. I see what I can work on. But, like, sometimes, you know, college gets busy. So, like, I, like, my mind's in other places. But I right now I'm happy with where I am. Last year I would not say the same thing. Like, last year I was in a completely different headspace. I had no idea what I wanted to do, like, at all. Like, not even a little bit. Because I, I started with journalism, mm-hmm. like, like you did. And um, I, like, started writing stories. And I was just like, I don't like this. Like, it's, like, all right. But, like, I can never, like, do this for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. But then once I started, like, really getting into it after COVID, like, not after COVID, because we're still in COVID, yeah. but when COVID kind of eased up a little bit with URI, um, when I got to do these, like, in-person experiences, it kind of, like, changed the game. Yeah. And how have you met people through, whether it's athletes or, like, other um, kind of behind-the-scenes people that, like, what, what have you learned? What's the biggest thing that you've learned going through the whole process? The biggest thing I've learned is definitely just, I mean, simply that this is, like, a really competitive field, and, like, you need to network, and you need to, like, pretty much just vouch for yourself. Like, no one else is going to give you opportunities at all, especially, mm-hmm. like, there's some schools that maybe, like, will force internships. Like, you or I won't do that. Like, you have to really go out and find opportunities. They're out there, but you have to work for them, and I think I found that if you're willing to work hard, like, the opportunities, like, will be there. Yeah especially like at a school like this with a big sports program right and it's you're basically building your own portfolio with everything that you do and like do you feel like you've gotten any guidance on that or is it like you said just kind of every person for themselves and you're figuring it out along the way I I've had definitely some guidance from just some members of like the athletic department because that's how I got this internship in the first place and then more recently like I said that girl Taylor Rocha Mm -hmm. um she's kind of been like a mentor like we literally just met like last month but she's really like paved the way like even like small things like what I should be wearing or like how I should do my hair and like how I should like interact with players like being a woman like she's kind of shown me like the little things that like no one else would really know unless like you go out and do it so she's been like a huge mentor to me only like and it's literally been a month right yeah so it's been a big so what how is that dynamic interacting I mean predominantly with like male athletes mm-hmm. like what have you learned about like what the perception of that is and how do you navigate that I've learned that you just really need to keep things professional like when you're in the professional setting like of course it's okay to like you know like I don't even want to say have fun but like joke around yeah like it's okay to like do that but when you're working your job like you're doing a job and I found that like you need to keep it professional and like make people aware that you're going to keep it professional like that's been a really big thing for me and um I think that the perception, I I was going into it nervous because I was like, maybe they won't respect me because, like, I'm a young girl, like, but everyone has really been, like, super good with being respectful, like, knowing that I have a job and that's what I'm there to do, like, I'm not there to talk, I'm not there to, like, cheer them on, like, yeah. I'm there to work, so 
everyone's been really like supportive of that well it's like what you said like if you work hard the opportunities present themselves Mm -hmm. and obviously i mean you're very dedicated to it so yeah i mean everybody should take you seriously (laughs) um have you had any issues with that like people maybe getting the wrong idea and then you're like whoa 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 like yeah definitely i won't say names yeah yeah. but like i've had a few people to like to reach out and i mean i feel like and like i've always kept things very like clear with people like i'm definitely not like the flirty type of girl that's gonna go out and like give people the wrong idea but of course like if i'm there all the time um they assume that yeah, yeah you may assume but um i haven't really had any problems with that um fortunately i do have like friends of course like on the teams both male and female um but they're also like i said very supportive and they know what i'm there to do yeah what um has been the biggest challenge or like barrier for you in kind of pursuing mm. all of this i think probably the initial like what do i want to do because i was just so stressed out because i because i i think super far ahead mm-hmm. and i'm just like what am i gonna do like what is this decision gonna do with this and i just like I'm definitely an overthinker, which I have gotten better with, just, like, kind of staying in the present. But um, the biggest challenge was just, like, kind of f- trying all different things and then kind of focusing on one. Like like I said, I started with journalism. didn't wasn't a huge fan of that. And then I did stats for football. And it was, like, fun. But I was like, I can't do this the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, this is not what I want to do. And then um, there was one away game for football. It was at Brown University. And the guy I was working for um, – I asked if I can go because I live in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh, yeah, like, come do the Twitter. I was like, okay, like, fun. Yeah. So I went into the Twitter, and I had so much fun. And I never had used Twitter before that. Like, Interesting. Like, I post, like, two or three things, but, like, I did not know how Twitter worked. I always said that. I was like, what is Twitter? Yeah. But I, now, I don't know if you see my, my – I love Twitter. I'm on yeah. it all the time. <laughs> so when I first started doing that, I was like, oh, like, maybe – and I didn't know that was a career, but, like, social media is definitely a career, like, right. in sports and just, like, lifestyle. So I was like, that's, that's cool. And I did broadcasting. With the voice only, I was like, eh. And then once I got on camera, I was like, oh, so, yeah. yeah. I was like, this is what I like to do. So, like, um, it was challenging to, like, get to that point, especially because, like, it's hard to, like, get different opportunities just because it's, it's hard to get one opportunity sure. sometimes. So to be able to do all different ones, it was, like, really cool. And also, you know, I'm a fan of yeah. sunsets. Oh, do you, to stop and take a picture, do what you got to do. Oh, I mean. I can see it from here. There's <laughs> yeah. pink. There's orange. No, what a view. Yeah, get some good sun. So, like, the end of this street is um, – East Matunic State Beach. Oh, really? So Jamie and I sometimes, especially in the fall, like when seasons got heavy, like we would be like, you want to go for a walk? And, yeah. Yeah. Just, and the sunset is crazy. I can't imagine the life of you guys. Like, yeah. The one athlete life. I cannot imagine. It's so, it's so interesting because I, sometimes I'm like, oh, like, you know, you don't want to get up earlier. You don't want to do whatever. But then um, Jamie says this all the time. She's always like, you know, have that we get to mentality because it is such a privilege to be doing what we're doing Mm -hmm. and it's so easy to take it for granted and um I was actually just um talking about this where because I just started grad school and I'm in class with like people in their 40s and 50s who have families and they're you know pursuing this to try to better themselves and like what am I complaining about like you know what I mean like I'm like I oh I have to go to class like these people choose to do this Mm -hmm. every single day and take time away from their spouses and everything to like you know try to be the best version of themselves just like having that we get to mentality I think is 
so crucial. I like that. Yeah. I've never heard that. Yeah. We and it keeps to. you sane, too, because it's like not everything feels like an obligation. It's exactly. like, oh, I don't have to go work out. Like, I'm doing this because I get to. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Just That's a little hot awesome. take. Just oh a little gosh. hot take. And speaking of volleyball, fun fact. Yeah. I literally tried to get on that team. Really? I did. Yeah. I, I emailed your passcode. Steve or Nikki? Both. <laughs> Both. And then... I mean, this is this shows just everything happens for a reason. Right. Like I was so distraught because I like I got recruited through high school like yeah. by D three like a few D two schools. St- I, like I am so over the D one D two. If yeah. you're playing college a college sport, you're you deserve to be there. Yeah. So like and then I like I went a few overnights whatever. And then I was like, I really want to go to a big school. Like, I yeah. don't want to go to a small school. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to go to D1 school. I'll try to walk on. And then I emailed the coaches. They were like, no. I was like, oh, no. I, I was know. It's, it's so tough. And I know, so one of my really good friends, Meg, same kind of thing, played volleyball in high school. Um, she, and then she came to URI just as a student. And I think we were told um, they wanted to add somebody to the volleyball team because our roster wasn't like full and they mm-hmm. it was a title nine thing like they wanted more they needed more women um on the women's teams and so she walked onto the team and like you know made it and but it again like everything happens for a reason like it was yeah. just kind of a like uh, she's a great volleyball player but it was also circumstances yeah. and um yeah it's just the crazy. covid thing right. like there yeah. was like a surplus of players which yeah. i understood but i was just like oh like i was talking to my dad i was like i want to play blah blah but then I think, and I'm like, if I played volleyball, there's no, no way I'd be shot. doing what I'm doing now. You'd be now. traveling, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't. So I was just like, everything really does happen for a reason. Like, I was distraught at the time. Right. But then, like, now I'm just so happy where I am. Yeah. And it's just like, hmm. And that's, I've also been trying to, like, have that, like, there is no end goal kind of mindset. Like, it's all about the journey. Yeah. You're not, like, it. sure, you should have goals and motivations and all those things, but um, just the idea that there is like a finite or like end point or place to be is like okay and then what you yeah, know what i mean like, yeah like, well and um and even if you don't get there like if all you're worried about is getting there you're not learning anything along the mm-hmm. way or gaining anything along the way so um yeah definitely life's a journey life is a journey <laughs> i love this this is so like isn't it fun yeah this, this is a talk? fun one yeah. i want another podcast i loved it it was like more it was like professional like all about my yeah sorry career. sorry no my no, no I love this this is my second one <laughs> okay it's my second part I'm still new you're to famous. this game oh my gosh no I have another one next Thursday really <laughs> too oh I so do. you're all booked up I'm glad I got you when I could <laughs> oh no 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 when you when you, another fun fact <laughs> <laughs> I used to go to the volleyball game yeah with it was me my dad my sister like when you were in high school or? oh yeah okay we loved you me specifically yes you because just how you would always have the space buns i I still do the buns yeah and like i we always were like oh she's so good she's so me and my sister were like she's so cool and then when you dm me i was like no way oh my gosh that's crazy i was so excited that's everyone tells even like when we have little uh like i don't know club teams or local like middle school teams like sometimes they'll come out and um they're always like uh, the girl with like the Mickey Mouse buns, like the buns, and yeah, but I, I love uh, it. Yeah, it's fun. I it's also just like tradition at this point where I'm like, I yeah, can't you stop. have to. You like can't. even if I hated it, I'd be like every single time. No, but I'm a fan. Thank you. Um, that's so cool. So you've always obviously growing up in Rhode Island. Did you always kind of follow URI? Like, was it always like 
kind of top of your list in terms of schools or again no. everything happens for a reason yeah, no not at all because it's my parents alma mater oh, so okay. i was kind of just like i wasn't anti-uri but i was like do i i want to like change it yeah. up like you know because my sister went to uri and i'm just like oh, i don't really want to so i've always followed like um uri sports like i just i haven't like followed them like heavily but I paid attention. Sure. Like, my dad took me to some basketball games when I was little. I actually have pictures Aww. of, like, me in the Ryan Center. I was, like, a little little squirt. But um, I was going to go to Penn State. Like, I had oh, my okay. papers signed. Like, I was going to go. And I had my deposit. But then COVID hit. Wow. And I was, like, it was $60,000. And I was, like, there's no way I'm paying $60,000 and, like, maybe to get stay sent at home. home. Yeah. And I was, like, I'm not doing that. So then my mom was, like, and I got a full ride to Rick. Oh, nice. Um, and then I had URI. And I didn't have a full ride here, but it was, like, a lot cheaper than $60,000. Yeah. So my mom was like, let's just, like, check it out you again. You can always transfer to, yeah. like, yeah. Like, if you want to go to Penn State, like, in the following years, and you can go, like, you can go for grad school. And I was like, oh, I really don't want to go. Because, like, and I also thought, like, everyone from my high school is going to be there. Like, I don't want to see everyone from my high school every day. Like, not that there's anything wrong with them, but I was like, I want something new. Yeah. So, um, I toured it again with my sister. I, like, stayed overnight because she was, like, an RA in Hillside. Oh, nice. So, I, like, stayed there, and I, like, I was, like, oh, this isn't that bad. Like, I kind of like it. And then after, like, some time went on, um, I went to, like, a few, like, I went to, like, the O'Day. It's, like, a, what is that? Orientation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, like, in I, the summer. Yeah, and I liked it, and I was, like, all right, like, I'll try it out. So, I tried it out for a year. It wasn't great because I commuted, so I was, like, oh, But then I kind of fell in love with it, like, over the past like six months like I'm just so glad I'm here like I feel like if I went to Penn State yeah that's a great sports school but like would I have the opportunities that I have now probably not and I was even talking to my mom about this too it's like you think about all the different directions you could have gone it's like there's pros and cons everywhere that you go it's like oh but you know the grass is never is never always greener right on the other side right are you you're from Michigan I am yeah from Michigan from Michigan originally my parents just moved to Tampa Okay. So I have Florida plates, but, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so, I mean, I don't, I don't hate going to Florida on breaks. No, uh, definitely not. Yeah. So I got, I was recruited here, um, when I was 16. I didn't even know, I hadn't heard of Rhode Island since like the 13 colonies. Like I, I had never been to the East coast. I had never been to New York, like anything. I didn't have family out here. So I remember, and I'd been on a couple of college visits um but nothing really I don't know I like I like you were mentioning my dad played baseball at eastern Michigan so I visited eastern Michigan I actually loved the coaches there funny story also our current assistant uh Peter was the volunteer assistant at eastern Michigan at the time and I didn't even know yeah so um yeah so I had visited there and I had that same thought in the back of my mind of like this is cool but like but my dad already did you know yeah um so just it's cool to carve your own path and like you were saying like you wanted to try something new has that always just kind of been ingrained are you like a natural extrovert I want to get out there I want to experience it for myself like I I love like talking to new people I love making new friends like I probably the most extrovert person I know like I love to talk and I was just, like, I just don't want to, like, stay in this – because Rhode Island's literally the smallest state in the country. Yeah. Like, I was, like, there's so much more out there. Like, I want to go places. And, like, I have been blessed enough. Like, my family travels all the time. Like, every summer we go on a pretty decently big trip. Nice. So I've been blessed in that way. But I was, like, I want to, like, live on my own. Like, I applied to LSU, Ohio State, um, 
Like, I think I applied to UTampa. I applied to, like, yeah. every school that was far away. Which UTampa's sick, actually. I didn't it's, even know about that it's school. It's really nice. I'll be driving past the campus sometimes, and I'm like, dang. Yeah, it's really nice. Too shabby, yeah. And I was just, like, and I applied to, like, some Boston schools. But I, like, I was, like, Penn State is not that close. It's, like, right. I mean, it's, like, a drive. <laughs> but it's not a <laughs> it's plane not ride. It's not close. It's not, yeah, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. Exactly. Like, everything here, literally, if you're, like, it's 25 minutes away. That's far. Right. Like, well, I, I want to get out of that mentality. I've found myself falling victim to that, too, because in Florida, it's like, or even when I was living in Michigan, I used to drive 20 minutes to school every day. So, mm. and then I obviously lived here. I, this is, I'm now a senior, so like four <laughs> years here. And then I'll go back home to Florida or whatever, and getting on the highway is like a nightmare. I'm like, I have to get on the highway. I'm not going. Like, that's <laughs> oh so God. far away. Wait, how far is this from school? Like 20 minutes? Yeah, roughly. And it was a hike. Yeah. No, it is. Well, and then whenever we try to invite people over, because we're not like in Eastward or like kind of the typical where all our teammates live. Yeah. um, It's always like, oh, but you guys are so far away. I'm like, we're 15 (laughs) minutes. Like, please come hang out with us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was was a good drive. And the beach is right there. Yeah, the beach. Nice views. And well, we actually have this place until May 31st. So I I told my parents, I'm like, I'm staying until my lease is up. I'm enjoying every second. You should. Um, so where would you do you see yourself being on the East Coast long term or do you have like I don't know a voyage know. you want to take I I've always been interested in California but I feel like California is kind of dying right now like LA like that scene like is not as big as it was before right. like I feel like everyone's moving to places like uh, Miami Nashville Texas yeah Texas like, so I'm thinking I love Nashville I went hmm. this summer and I like fell in love with Nashville like well I, I'll have to get your recommendations after because I've been where one of my friends is turning 21 in June and we're mm-hmm. trying to you're trying do to go? a Nashville trip yeah that will be awesome when I turn 21 I'm going to Nashville yeah. with my dad yeah because it was it's just amazing I'll, I'll definitely send you recommendations. <laughs> yeah but I want to live a few years there my goal is to work for the Tennessee Titans because that'd be perfect I'd be yeah. right there um just for a few years and then I, I've always wanted to live in Florida. I just feel like that's, like, a really, like, solid place to live. I love warm I, – I don't like being cold, mm-hmm. so New England's not for no. me. Um, and my family actually, like, has always talked about moving to Florida. So we'll probably end up somewhere down there. Yeah. But my goal is to not stay in Rhode Island. Definitely not. I love Rhode Island, but I can get a beach house here. Yeah. And come in the summer. Yeah, <laughs> of course. I love planning where my second home is going to be, too. Where's I'm yours? Like, oh, well, I want to live – I love the Pacific Northwest. Like, I love, like, mm. Washington State, like, Oregon. I've never been to either of those. So, I went to Seattle um, for, it was, like, d- for Christmas, my senior year of high school, we, like, made a vacation out of it. My brother um, plays baseball. He was training out there. And um, I just fell in love. I was, like, because it has the beach. It has the mountains. Like, I'm, oh, I love, like, yeah. hikes and stuff, too. So I, I and, But it also had the downtown kind of city vibe. So, I was, like, I can get in a little bit of everything. <laughs> I love a flannel moment. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, this is perfect. Um, but yeah, and then my one of my friends, actually Carly, who I interviewed last um, last time, her brother just moved to Denver, and she was like sending me like... I've heard good things about Yeah, Denver. well, she was documenting like the whole road trip, mm-hmm. and she was like, dude, we need to move out here. Like really? actually, yeah. So That's like pure mountains, right? Yeah, yeah. But, um, Are you into that? I'm into that. I like the mountain <laughs> vibe. I like the mountain vibe. I like the beach too, but in doses. That could be second home. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um. So a little bit. So like talking about your path and like kind of how you got here. Would you change anything? Would you? Are you? 
because you said you're in like a really happy place right now like do you like your projection and or are you even concerned with that is it just kind of like every day at a time I'm trying to live more every day at a time. I don't yeah, think I'm sorry. I real ch- quick, I'll turn on the lights so we're not. Oh like, no, you're good. Uh, but yeah, go on. Um, I'm trying to live more every day at a time, like I said. But I, I wouldn't change anything. I don't think just because, like I said, everything does happen for a reason. I'm trying. I like I would pick URI again. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'd apply to some different schools, but I would definitely pick URI again. Um, and like last year, like I said, like I was completely like. I think the only word I can say is, like, lost, like, in every aspect. Like, my mental health was off, and I never have dealt with, like, any mental health problems. And, like, it's not like it was, like, a problem, but it wasn't, like, all happy, like, all the time like I am now. Um, And, like, with my career, I didn't know what I was doing. I was commuting, so, like, I didn't feel like I was even in college. It was just, like, it's high a school. weird space. Yeah, yeah. but, like, a 50-minute drive to high school. Yeah. So it was just, like, really strange. But, like, where I am today, I think definitely it's all worth it, like, I honestly, like, I don't, I don't know how I got so lucky, like, to, I, I mean, it, it is hard work, and, like, the opportunities did to come because of that, but, like, I got so lucky, like, to be able yeah. to do, like, like, men's basketball is probably the most viewed sport in Rhode right, Island, yeah. really, like, besides maybe Providence College right now, yeah. but um, it's just really, really cool to be able to, like, go from not doing no broadcasting at all in September of last year like doing this now it just it all happens for a reason and like for the projection of the future um I'm not super concerned about it just because I know if I work hard I'll get somewhere Mm -hmm. because if I think too much about like where that will be I'll get stressed out so I try to like just be like if I work hard like I'll figure it out pretty much yeah my dad is um super into like he always has like a new motivational book recommendation he like poetry like all this stuff and he'll send me videos and speeches all the time and one of his favorite poems I'll actually I'll send it to you but it's called um it's called my wage and um it talks about what like you ask of life like it'll pay back to you so being Ooh. able like it, like the poem starts it says like I bargained with life for a penny like if you like only ask or only work towards like the minimum it's like that's what you're gonna get back and so I think that's what's so intriguing and cool about you and like watching everything that you're doing is I feel like and I mean correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like you're always like reaching for more like trying Mm -hmm. to be the best or trying to like you know establish yourself well I appreciate that yeah I I definitely am trying because I'm never satisfied ever yeah like I always and that might be like toxic but I feel like it's going to get me somewhere one day because every time I do something, it's just like, how, like, that was good. Okay. Yeah. But how can it be better? And like, I'm starting off with, this is my first year of sports broadcasting. Like, I'm not happy with this. Like, I want to do, like, I'm happy that I did it, but I want to do more. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to work for ESPN, like, next year, ideally. Like, I don't want to wait around and just, because I feel like a lot of people in college just wait around and they just think that college is just like you know go out have fun learn party like to me like yeah you have to have fun but it's not like college is about networking and like if I'm not doing that then I'm failing so I'm just trying to just do as much as I can in the four years that I have because like it's four years like it's I'm halfway done right I just finished (laughs) I'm like well it's so interesting too and you really and I even obviously hindsight's 2020 but like looking back on it it's like 
oh, I didn't take advantage of like every class or every professor mm-hmm. or like did I, you know, build the connections that I needed to build. And, um, you know, obviously my majors maybe didn't coincide with exactly what I wanted to do. So it was a little bit uh, a different experience. But I think it's I love what you said about like, you know, that's going to get me somewhere. And like, I'm not just here to kind of like mess around yeah. and like, you know, because I mean, you know, you're a college athlete. Like you're not messing around no, much. I'm not, I'm not messing around, but. I mean, even from an athletic standpoint, I remember our old grad assistant, um, Frankie, who she played at Rhode Island uh, back in, like, 2015, one of the things she told me was, like, you don't realize how important springs are, like, how important your off-season is. Like, mm-hmm. when, when you're not doing anything is, like, when you're really doing everything. Yeah. And, um, and, like, I think that's similar to just looking at you and, like, your preparation for everything is it's, like, it's all in the preparation. Like, mm-hmm. as soon as the whistle blows, like, that's not where, you know – the success is decided so the most work is before that. yeah and so being able to to almost like determine your own fate in a way is i think such a special like mindset and gift Mm. yeah and since you said like the offseason it just reminded me again i keep saying her name but taylor i was texting her the other day because like i said i have like three broadcasts left and i was i was having a little midlife crisis and Mm -hmm. i was like what am i gonna do like i've been doing this nonstop for like two and a half months and, like, that's what I feel like I'm, like, known for now is just, like, the broadcasting. And I was, like, there's still, like, four months left of school. Like, what am I going to do with myself? Like, yeah. I want to be able – and she was just told me, she's, like, well, this is your off season. Like, figure out what you liked, figure out what you didn't like, and then, like, brainstorm and figure out what you want to do. Yeah. And I was, like, that is so smart. Like, I feel like with ex- – again, with college, like, it's not always go, 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 too. Like, you have to have time to reflect and, like, look at what you like and don't like and – this was a great period of time, like a great two months. It was super busy. I haven't had time to reflect. Mm -hmm. So I think that like in the next few months, I'll probably just figure out like what I want to do next year, like where I want to go from here. Um, You just said something and I I had a question about it. Um, I hate when this happens. Do you want me to try to jog your memory or Uh, make it worse? Midlife crisis. You have three games left. Oh, you mentioned, um, how you've established like this persona you're like the sports media girl what what do you like wish you could add like what what do you want to add to that like because uh, i feel I like, like you're that. such you're more than a sports media girl page <laughs> oh my god <laughs> stop i'm blushing like uh, i do love again it's an attention thing i love being like well known for good reason um but like i've like i've asked people and i'm like like an athlete I've asked and he was like yeah like people know you're a sports media girl and I was like uh like yeah. I love sports media I'm like I definitely want to be known as like sports media girl what would I want to add hmm like maybe career-wise or just like even life-wise like what what do you hope like after an interaction with you like that, what do you hope people take good. away okay I actually like I had a conversation with my mom about this this was like when I was like completely lost about like my job and I was like you know what like if I can just make someone like and this is like kind of like gushy but like if i can just like for it (laughs) make someone like smile and like make someone's day genuinely better like that's all i care about like i do this for entertainment purposes like i know like like yeah it's fun to do sports but like if you're gonna if you want to be an on-air personality like you want to entertain people Mm -hmm. and like make people smile and i think like the biggest thing is like i want to be able to have a positive impact on like a stranger's life like, I want to be able to, like, make a change. Uh, like, and my favorite quote was actually by Gandhi. Okay. And it says, um, it's be the change you want to, you wish to see in the world. 
and like i live by that like every time i see someone smile like because of something i did like there's no better feeling mm-hmm. in the world and like even if I, if it's one person like i went to a high school today my old high school and just like explain like what i was doing with social media and like there was there wasn't a ton of people there like maybe like 20 but i was talking to the principal after and he's like oh sorry there wasn't too many people there and i was like no like if i helped one person like that's successful yeah. so i think like rather than just like sports media girl I just want to be known as someone who, like, is just a happy person who, like, wants to make others happy. Yeah. And I think what's so key and what you have is, like, it's who you are. It's not, like, oh, I need other people to like me because of, like, some weird, like, validation (laughs) thing. It's, like, no, I just genuinely like making people smile. Like, that's who I am. I'm a happy person. I like to impact people that way. Because if you – I don't know. If you, like – have some ulterior motive and it's not authentic to who you are it's like people see right through Mm -hmm. it and I think that's what's so unique about you is like even what I said when we first started talking like I feel like I know you because like you seem like you present yourself in such an authentic way that's the best compliment you're hyping me up yeah of course (laughs) I mean I wouldn't have you on and then like be like so actually I don't like you I don't like you that last broadcast I don't know um no but honestly just I honestly feel very and I know you're not just saying this so I say it back I honestly feel the same about you because I've, like, I, like, <laughs> see your Instagram and, like, I feel like you're very authentic, too. Like, the, the, the things you post and, like, it's, like, you look good in every single photo. Oh, but it's But it's not like you're, like, I'm going to do this. I feel like it's just, like, you. Like, do you know what I mean? Oh, like, thank you. And, like, the way you post and I've seen your TikTok, too. And it's just, like, funny. My TikTok is a, is a yeah, I that's saw the a crab, private story. I saw the crab ring. Did you like that one? I yeah. Did. So that was something, um my i came up with because like me and my teammate hope we like love crab ring- i mean who doesn't love crab ringers i guess They're very but, good. um i was like we should start like jokingly because i would talk about like my podcast all the time i was like we should start a podcast and call it like goons on goons and like rate <laughs> crab rangoons like it's just like a stupid I comment that would be um, cool but yeah i know uh well thank you i also i'm very like i'm trying to if someone gives you a compliment instead of like it's so hard not to divert and be like, I, oh my yes. gosh, no, like, you're so good. Like, you know what yes. I mean? It's like, no, like, take, take it in. Yeah, take that. Because, yeah. like, when somebody else, because not only did that person have to notice that something about you, but they had to have then the courage to come up to you and say it mm-hmm. or comment it or whatever. And so that shouldn't go unnoticed. Yeah, no, I never thought of that because I always do that. Like, whether it's like, it's human nature. A friend, yeah. like someone I like, if they say, like, if they're like, oh, you look so pretty, I'm like, no no I don't oh my god I got ready so fast and it's not even that I want them to say oh no yes you do like it's not that it's just like I feel like like I don't know I just get awkward yeah what is that I feel like what is that I think that's a thing of like we're just not it's like a arrogance thing like if I acknowledge the good thing you said about me then maybe it's not cool anymore Mm because like oh I'm acknowledging it it's only cool if I didn't if it's only cool if I didn't think I was pretty in the first place yeah that could be it. I think I just cracked the case. Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> that's crazy. I feel the same exact way. Yeah. Like, literally the same. But, to that point, though, like, I definitely agree, like, with, um, what was I going with this? See, this is what happens on air sometimes. I know. Yeah. I just forget, and I'm like. I know. I was like, I when I lost my train of thought, I was like, shoot. Like, yeah. she's gonna, she's, like, so good at thinking on her feet, and I'm, like, stuttering. See, I just did it just now. Yeah. It, it happens to the best of us. Let's um, see. What were we Instagram, about? authentic. Oh, yeah. I'm going to compliment you again. Like, <laughs> like, uh, like, even when I had no idea, like, literally, that was a team, I think it was, like, Hazel Brown. Yeah. Like, all them. Like, like, freshman, sophomore year. I wasn't sure of, like, who any of them were. I was just going as, like, a fan, honestly. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
you stuck out like immediately not just because you were good like like there's just a leadership and just like you have such like good charisma like i don't know like i feel like i know you too and like we do not know each other at all like so it's just like because at first i'm not gonna lie you're a little intimidating okay so so funny that you say that because when you bring up my instagram I, i i do feel like it is authentic to who i am like i genuinely like taking like self timer pics in my parents yeah. backyard like that's just kind of I don't know what I like to do but I've gotten that a lot from um mostly women and like um will tell me like oh well when I followed you on Instagram like I thought you were so intimidating yeah. that's always the word that they use and for me I'm like I don't know I feel like a gentle giant like I'm just <laughs> like I don't you know I would never and no one made me discover that because at first I was so like I wasn't I wasn't scared but like I would be like like would I approach you because i'm extroverted like maybe but like i would be very hesitant about it and like when i saw your tiktok that's when i was like oh (laughs) she's cool yeah yeah, you're goofy um yeah no i get that i'm intimidating all the time i also understand that like you know sometimes um like you know i might post something that's a little bit like what's the word i'm looking for like confident or whatever but i yeah, I, I always get the I'm I'm that I'm intimidating, You're also especially very tall. I, I am tall, yeah, mm-hmm. and especially from like teammates who you know I had a couple of freshmen be like, oh, I thought you were gonna be like so mean and scary, like when I first followed you on Instagram, and I was like, mean and scary, like what <laughs> like, is going on? Me. Yeah, um, but yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off oh, when you yeah. were talking about um, you at first thought I was intimidating, but my TikTok did it. Your TikTok, like I was like, oh, she's. She's one of us. Okay. She's, one <laughs> She's one of us. No, but to flip it back on you, though, because I know you as volleyball girl okay. pretty much. Okay. What do you want to be known as? Um, so my my old roommate, Annie, and I, one of, like, she's given me, like, so much great advice, but um, she was also a setter on the team, mm. and we used to always, like, whenever anything would kind of not go our way or, like, we were confused about our journey and, like, didn't feel like we were doing as well as we should, whatever, um, she would always just look at me and be like, we're just, like, animals on, like, a space rock. Like, and so she would always just kind of bring it back to that. And I do think, like, you know, it's good to have, like, find some purpose and joy Mm -hmm. and all those things, and that's, like, definitely a crucial part of life. But um, I think just somebody who like brings out the best in people doesn't take themselves too seriously isn't afraid to be embarrassed um I love that because I was so like I think about probably up until like literally last year I was so insecure about like not like not one thing in particular but just like how I was being perceived all the time like oh I'm not like capable enough of I'm not smart enough I'm not like you know pretty enough or whatever mm-hmm. things that like everybody feels yeah. and um again i i mentioned this earlier but anyone who's like willing to be embarrassed of you or for you isn't willing to do it themselves and i think fear of being embarrassed is like the greatest limit to potential Mm -hmm. it's like you can't be afraid to screw up yeah um also i think i saw this on tiktok too that like embarrassment is literally a social construct like it only exists inside of you it's like you like no one can be embarrassed for you it's really just like how you feel in reaction to a certain situation so I think just cultivating an environment where people feel really comfortable and capable of being their best selves regardless of you know anything external and I like like that's why I like talking to different people too Mm -hmm. is like getting different perspectives and having everyone share what 
what they're going through and positives and neg- like I mean I don't want it to just be like I don't know like oh you went through this really tough time like talk to me about yeah. that like I want you know people to share their their high points too so I think just generally I'm talking your ear off I'm sure no, but you're not. generally creating like an uplifting environment where people just can reach their highest potential without having to worry about like what people think i love that yeah that's no. i mean that's a pretty lofty goal it's like after one conversation with me i don't think anyone's gonna be like oh she really uplifted my mentality no today. but like you can make people feel comfortable like yeah. i feel super comfortable right now good i'm, I'm very relaxed good <laughs> i was like that's all because i mean yeah because again you're the first person i've um talked to that i didn't really know mm-hmm. so it's oh, always I'm honored yeah i am um, which is exciting because now i'm like i've you just gain so again like so many different perspectives because mm-hmm. everyone has walked a different path and one thing i actually heard that um i don't know if you are you into like rupaul's drag race i've heard of it okay so one of the the drag queens that i i don't really like follow it super closely but i was listening to a podcast that they were on and um you know, he, he had experienced, like, some pretty traumatic things in his childhood and whatnot, and he said, you know, like, trauma and hardship is the least unique thing about you. Like, everyone has been through something. Like, yeah. however mild, however major, right? And that doesn't mean they ignore it and say, like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like, it is, and you should deal with it, but also, like, it's the least unique thing about you. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't we spend time talking about the things that are positive in our lives and, like you know that's so true get each other i never thought of it that way either like everyone has had like something yeah that's so true Mm -hmm. i love that trauma is the least unique thing about you and yeah also it's like if you um and that's like going back to the social media thing like i love following people who you know i think it's important to be real on social media and i i you know don't mind if i see somebody like post like a really honest caption that maybe is about something like negative that they're going through but I think it's cool to see authenticity in, like, the good moments, too. Mm. Like, not in, like, a staged, like, I mean, some of my pictures are pretty staged. But, <laughs> you know, like, hey, like, oh, I just got, like, my dream job. Like, that's the kind of stuff yes. I want to see. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm trying to transition. Yeah. Because I, like I said, like, I want to be really authentic and, like, have people. Again, like, I would like to make my Instagram, like you said, like, make people feel comfortable. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't want people to look up to me and be like, oh, I wish I could be doing, like, no, like, we're all doing our own thing, and, like, that's why, like, I always try to post, like, smiling pictures, like, and it's not even, like, I'm, like, faking it, like, Mm -hmm. I genuinely am just, like, loving what I'm doing, and, like, it's real, like, if I wasn't really smiling, I would not post it, because there's been pictures where I, like, I'm, like, that's not a real smile. Yeah, you just, like, dead in the eyes, and you're, like, "Mm." like, I would not post it, and that's why I did the real, and I also turned off my comment, my, my likes on some of my pictures, because, like, I was, like, like, without even trying, Oh, you're you subconsciously thinking. always. Yeah, and you're like, oh, why did that picture not- did that better than that picture? So, so I got to post yeah. like that, and like when I just turned it off, and most of them are still on. It was just like a sunset picture, and like that I turned it off. But I really wanted to post a sunset picture, and I was like, oh, it's not gonna get any likes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why? Like, who why cares? Do I care? yeah. Like, and it actually got a lot of like positive like DMs because I just put what did I put. It was just like a sunset, and then like a video of like the water. Okay. And I said just like take a breather. Yeah. Because I feel like sometimes people like are scrolling and just like going crazy yeah take, well, take a second take a second and like so many people dm me and they're like oh like thank you like help me like relax and i was like oh like why like i should be posting more stuff to like because i say i want to make people's life better like i shouldn't i should post things yeah for me but also to make like to be positivity on someone's mm-hmm. timeline when it's also recognizing like oh this 
this helped me like let me pay it forward or like exactly. that's kind of how um I was thinking about you were talking about um your mentor mentor with Taylor and how you went and talked to high school kids like it's like such a full circle thing because you're you're already on that path to like if one person thinks like this social media thing is cool like yeah then you know I've done my job and with that too I try to also because I've had so many people be so great with like mentorship with me I try to like completely open myself up to like the younger generation like if you need anything just dm me like my dms are always open Mm -hmm. like people have from like all different schools from East Providence from like LaSalle Hendrickson like They've all, you probably don't know those schools. <laughs> I know, I know, well, I know, like, LaSalle's in our conference, and, um... High know. school. Oh, no, I don't know any of those <laughs> <Yeah>. schools. <laughs> Me school. just being like, yeah, <laughs> no, for sure, I know all, yeah. yeah. But they've all reached out to me, and, like, I'll, I literally, I'll respond as soon as I see it. Like, I know some people, like, wait hours to respond. I'm not one of those people. If I see a message... I know, I was like, I'm, she hit my DM right away. I oh, was, yeah. like, so, so I was, like, I'm gonna respond, like, as soon as I see it, so... I try to be as open as I can, but the hard thing with that is I'm a, I might sound kind of a, not like a bad person with this, but this industry is so dog eat dog. Like, mm. it's I, it's hard to balance, like, because with the younger generation, I'm like, of course I can help because we're not competing. Right. But it's also in the fact that, like, do I want to give this person my resource that I worked hard for? Like, it's, it sounds like kind of like mean, but it's like there's only one job out there. One of us is getting mm-hmm. it. Like, do I give up, like, my edge? So it's, like, really hard to get in between of, like, yeah, like, I want to be a resource to people. And, of course, but you're like, not just, like, an open, like, vat of information either. Exactly, because it's tough because it's so, like, you know, like, how competitive this field yeah. is. Like, I don't know. It's, like, a hard – and I just – I hadn't thought about it, like, prior to, like, this year, but my mom brought it up, and she was, like, Paige, like, you've got to be careful on, like, who you're telling what and, like – all this thing like yeah be helpful and like be resourceful but don't just like give away everything you've you've worked hard for like you don't need to do that yeah it's like it's also um it's not your job either yeah like if they want to do if it's a google away they can google it it. it's a google away. yeah so (laughs) that's the other thing too and um where i actually find myself getting frustrated with people is um sometimes when you are in like a leadership role or maybe you have a little bit more experience like there is an expectation of oh so you're just gonna like do it for me or you're just going to like hold my hand through it and it's like trust I'm here for you like I'm a you know 24-hour support system Mm -hmm. but also like you have to to do yourself yeah yeah and like it's tough like it's tough to like tell people that and I haven't really had a ton of issues with that but I've had people approach me be like how'd you get this internship like who'd you go through and it's tough because I want to tell them and sometimes I do but it's just like if I tell them then again it just it stinks to say but like that takes one more opportunity for me that I feel like I could do well in like do you know what I mean yeah and then especially like if you've earned it too yeah that's the other thing is it's like you know you can't like everything comes with a price it's like you have to make that sacrifice or you have to go out and put yourself out there and Mm -hmm. do the same thing that I did because I'm assuming like no one just again like you said you asked to go to the brown football game yeah you you know you took every step necessary and not like it's not fair but it's just like you can't you know it's not it's not your job yeah and like and like you said it's like one google away it's like like that's why I'm always just like take every opportunity because you never know like if, like, lead, one yeah. thing can change everything. Like, if I didn't take 
the women's volleyball game because I was just like, oh, I really don't want to. Because mm-hmm. it's like, because as you probably know, there's not probably not a huge audience. No. It's probably family and friends. Yeah. Which is still great. But like, if I was like, oh, no, like, I think I'd rather, you know, go out that day, which people do. Right. The people that are probably asking me probably what they're doing, like, it's like, I wouldn't have gotten to where I am today. So it's just like, I, I try to tell people, like, when they ask me for advice, instead of giving them, like, exactly my resources, I'll tell them how I did what I did. Mm-hmm. Like, I took every opportunity. I, I Googled. I reached out to people. Like, and if someone doesn't respond to you, my advice would just be to either follow up, mm-hmm. email someone else. Like, there's opportunities, especially at URI, if there's anyone from URI listening. Yeah. Like, if you just reach out to people, they will respond. Yeah. Like, I've never had someone just, like, completely ignore me. Which is so interesting, too. And I... Um, I went to a, uh, it was a conference and they had a panel on like women in sports leadership. So it was like a bunch of female athletic directors. And one of the things that I learned there that I thought was so interesting was when you see like a job posting, whether it's like LinkedIn or whatever, and it lists all the requirements or the preferred, you know, qualifications, Mm -hmm. um, maybe they have like 10 things listed. A woman might look at it. And this is, like, um, what they've found, like, generally speaking, that a woman will look at it and say, oh, well, I have, I only have, like, six out of ten requirements. I'm just not going to apply for the job. Mm. Versus men typically go, oh, I only have six, I have six out of the ten requirements. I'm going to shoot for it anyway. Yeah. So I think kind of breaking that barrier to in- entry and, like, realizing, like you said, like, you're probably not going to get ignored. They might respond and say, hey, this isn't no, a good but, fit. Yeah. yeah. But the again kind of that like fear of embarrassment or fear of failure thing is so inhibiting to potential it is and then talking more i mean because we're both women in this and women in sports yeah um i feel like one of the big problem problems that like women have is that they take it as a disadvantage like Mm. i think that i have the biggest advantage because i'm a woman yeah and like i Every press conference, I'm, like, one of, like, there's probably one other girl, if that, and the rest are men. Like, automatically, eyes are on me. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that if women, like, take this, and of course there's hardships with being a woman in sports, sure. but if I think that, like, the advantages are just, like, so much more than disadvantages, and I think people focus sometimes, like, on, like, the negatives, like, oh, like, I'm not going to get this because, you know, I'm a woman in sports. Like, no, like, go for it because you are a woman in sports and people want you. Like, mm-hmm. The people at Cox, because, like, our stream goes through Cox. Yeah. They were, like, um, after I did the men's women's game, they were, like, I love that she's a woman covering a woman's sport. Like, I love that she's a woman, like, breaking into a men's sport. Like, yeah. people people are rooting for you. Like, so there's obviously some haters. Like, yeah. who cares about them, though? Like, yeah. I, um, this one podcast I listen to, I'll have to send it to you, but it's called Good For You um, by Whitney Cummings, and she's a comedian. Oh, yeah, I've heard of her. Yeah, and so one of... <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> One of the things that she says, she's like, I don't say like strong woman anymore. It's like redundant. You can just say woman. Like yeah. the idea of saying like strong woman, it's like, you okay, you're that. right. Especially like when you're referring to, if you're talking about a woman who's like deadlifting 600 pounds, <laughs> like, yeah, that's a strong woman. But yeah. if you're just talking about like, like a female broadcaster, like yeah. it's like, okay. Like, like I don't yeah. need this whole, like the woman in sports say, yeah, that's, that's all like good. Like, it's good to recognize it, but it's not good to, like, obsess over the fact that you're a woman in sports. Yeah. Like, I, I rarely talk about it. People, like, ask me about it all the time. Like, 
what's it like being a woman without men like, i can't believe i haven't asked you that honestly you haven't um and it's, and it's a good question but like it's not good to obsess over like yeah yeah we're women in sports like there should be women in sports mm-hmm. like i don't know why there's not so many yet like you yeah know what i mean like yeah. it's just like like it's a spectacle yeah it's like like you're a woman in sports like tell me everything yeah it's yeah, crazy it's like, like no, no i do everything that's that required of me yeah. yeah like it's it's the same exact thing like um if anything i really do think i have an advantage yeah which is pretty cool um so do you ever get annoyed with that question or that perception of like you know the woman in sports thing do you ever feel like it overshadows anything i don't get annoyed by it i just like i what i'm trying to like show people that like it's normal mm-hmm. like i think that people have like like you said like this perception that it's like a spectacle like oh like what's it like like yeah. to be honest i think it's the same exact thing like yeah. like and i i people like obviously have questions and, like even like my aunt reached out one time and she's like oh like i wish i could like she was like girl power like i wish i could do that and it's just like do it yeah like any like anyone could do it if you're a girl whatever you identify as like how old like however old young like it doesn't matter like anyone can do, like like you said we're all just animals living on, on a, a rock. space rock yep. like anyone can do anything and it's just like yeah i'm a woman in sports i think we're like past that time now like we can just be like yeah i'm in sports like right. i'm not a woman in sports i'm just in sports when it's so true what you said about like being past that time especially now and again like what you're doing with your social media like you can really market yourself mm-hmm. like not just oh you know here's my resume like here's everything I bring to the table, here's my personality, here's, you know, everything yeah. about me that's gonna elevate, like, whatever you're doing over there. Exactly. And so it's, it's so cool that, and especially seeing, even with athletes, like, all the NIL stuff, and that's awesome. You can, like, if you so choose, like, no matter how big or how small of an athlete or whatever field you're in, <clears throat> you can really elevate yourself if you're willing to put the work in, and yeah. it is work, and I... I'm not there yet. I mean, like, my I, my brand is all over the place. I'm like, sometimes it's, like, photo dump. Sometimes it's whatever. But you'll but, figure it out. Like, that's just yeah. something you got to, like, work through. And, like, it seems like you're really liking the podcast space. <sighs> yeah. I, you're uh, kind of inspiring me. I, like, I want to make should. one. Yeah. Amazon. Amazon the, the USB mics. And you're on your way. Oh, my God. Um, so what do you – and I won't keep you for too long because I'm like, oh, I know you. No worries. You have a life. I'm good. I have um, nothing to do tonight. <laughs> what and of course i like lose my train of thought (laughs) as i say that um let's go back to where you were talking about like the things that gave you joy Mm. and like you mentioned like and i'm very similar like the kind of little things like Mm. it's like the going for a walk the sunset like you know and how how important is that for you for like a reset or like a daily like routine like what how what do you do to I guess keep your sanity and kind of ground yourself yeah the a routine is everything for me because without a routine I'll go back to that place where I'm like oh I'm lost like even if I'm doing the right thing if I don't have a routine I'll think I'm not doing the right thing so a routine is just everything like every night I'll write it down on a whiteboard just like what I should be doing the next day like the times like I'm a control freak so I <laughs> I like have everything set down and then like the little things like um I'm Christian, so I watch, like, sermons on Sunday. I was going to ask about um, if yeah. you were, had any spirituality. Mm-hmm. So, I like, I'm not – I wouldn't call myself, like, a super, like, religious person. Like, I don't really go to church or – but I, I, like, I call myself, like, spiritual with God. Like, I watch sermons every Sunday. My mom sends them to me, oh, Joel cool. Olstein. 
and um i just like listen to those i like journal while i listen and um i do little things like that like i'll always journal whenever i'm like worked up i'll journal i'll I'll, like write a song like yeah little things like that and then like adventurous stuff i this is so bad i used to be a gym rat like obsessed with the gym recently i like cannot find the motivation to go interesting i don't know why i think it's just because like i haven't gone for so long so like it's no one you go for a while and it's like oh like i have to and go. you can't almost can't stop yeah exactly but then when you stop it's like ugh. that getting back into it is so hard. i'm trying to get back into it. i've been doing yoga in the morning love it to try to yeah. like do something well that's the in i think i have a very like one track minded mentality when it comes to fitness specifically because every time I work out it's for volleyball. Yeah. I've never in I mean, at least since I've been like thirteen, fourteen years old, never mm-hmm. done a workout that wasn't like volleyball specific. And that can be obviously I mean I'm sure you experience this too. Like it can be so damaging when oh, that part of your life doesn't exist. Because it ends at some point. Yeah. Like, that chapter closes, and then you just got to be, like, a human being. Like, and, who like, are you without yeah, volleyball? and move your body in a way that, like, isn't only because of a sport. And um, I actually started doing this in Florida when I was home for break. But I, I would, like, work out, do, like, my volleyball-specific stuff. But then on, like, off days, I would go into the Peloton app and I would do the recovery mm-hmm. runs. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a runner. I hate running. I hate like, running. I, oh my gosh, you wouldn't cu- you wouldn't catch me running like if someone was chasing me. Actually, <laughs> um, it's just I don't get like I'll do other forms of cardio, but mm-hmm. just running is like it's no. Not it. But I would um, go on the app. I would do the recovery runs, and then I found myself I would run for like 20, 30 minutes straight without wow. stopping. And I was like, this is cr-. like I've never been a runner. Mm-hmm. But it's so cool, and I love, like, again, like I said, like, I love the positivity stuff. Like, I love when those Peloton trainers are in my ear being like, just take this moment. And, like, they're, like, (laughs) all motivational. Um, But, yeah, and the whole purpose of it, and they constantly remind you, like, they're like, this is not a run for speed. Like, you are not, and like you said, like, it can get so competitive with Mm -hmm. everything that we do that it's so hard to find things that are just because. Like, just pleasure. Yes. And, um, so that was really helpful for me, like physically and mentally, cause I felt like it gave my body, like I was, you know, um, it was for your flushing, body. Yeah. Like sport. flushing out everything, like from whatever training I did that week. And then, um, mentally obviously having like the positive, yeah, the person in my ear. And, um, I love one thing, uh, I've been really into lately. It's called meaning making and it's when you assign, like meaning to things that maybe don't generally have meaning like yeah. um kind of like what we were talking about earlier with that like we get to mentality and one thing one of the peloton trainers um says is uh it's a privilege to move this way like and like that. that for me I'm like oh my god like yeah, yeah. you know it's a privilege to move it's like a mm-hmm. privilege to be able to you know it's just all be. shifted mindset like yeah. everything it's just like if you can shift your mindset, and I feel like that's what's unique about me and you, like, if you are able to control your mind and, like, shift your mindset to just, like, and actually, I made, I have a private story on Snapchat, and I was, like, driving the car, and I was, like, saying how, like, ev- this is kind of irrelevant, but, like, it kind of fits. How, that's like, the point of a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you can go on tangents and never talk about what you initially intended exactly. to. Exactly. It's the best. So, I was just thinking, and, like, uh, my mom used to tell me, like, every morning, like, you decide if you're going to have a good or bad day. Like, it is completely up to you. And, like, I would used to be, like, 
you don't you don't understand oh i was like that's so funny that yeah. you say that i felt the i know exactly you what, know yes. what i mean and i was yes. like you don't understand what's going on in my head like just the negative like self-talk and just like you sometimes like my mind was just like you you're not gonna have a good day today like your like your anxiety's too bad like mm-hmm. and it's just like you wake up and you're like well it's another day like this like it's gonna happen again and like i just kind of learned that like that's horrible mindset to start off like you're starting off telling yourself yeah no it's gonna be a bad day and i like one thing that i kind of discovered actually this morning is just like those things are thoughts which are fake right and i was like you need to focus on the real things in life like what's what's real in your life you have family you have friends like even like a small thing like just like touch your fingers together like that's yep. real like yep. this is like thoughts aren't real no. like if like your body's real like so just like focusing on the real things in life like that's what's really got me out of like any funk that i've been on and like i'll like of course like you slip once in a while and sure. like you wake up and you're like uh but then you think you're like no like you choose every day to be either happy or sad like that is your choice yeah and i i love that you said that and one of the things my brother and i actually talked about when i had him on i asked him about like the best advice he'd ever received and he uh one of the guys that he was training with or was kind of like a mentor to him said two things he would always say god doesn't make junk and human tissue doesn't have free will so and and that includes your brain Mm -hmm. like it does not have free will you control it it doesn't control you Mm -hmm. and progress comes anytime you work on something if you strengthen it it has to get stronger and if you stretch it it has to get longer it's like it's a um cause and effect like you can it's only when you sit in it and you don't do anything about it and you are just okay with feeling that way Mm -hmm. that that's when it exacerbates itself and becomes way bigger and I feel like it's a misconception that like you don't have to work on it like if I like I I haven't gone to the gym like two months my body feels horrible Mm -hmm. like it's just like your mind like if you don't like we go to the doctors for physicals we do all these like go to the dermatologist if your skin's bad like I don't understand like there's like this concept that like your you, like your mind just supposed to be okay and like then when people face that like toughness it's like what's wrong like yeah. nothing's wrong they have it's, no system in place to exactly yeah. so like I feel like it's very important to like like do you meditate mm-hmm. I I do so yeah. I love Headspace um mm-hmm. I'm I love guided meditations I also learn I mean I've been trying to just practice mindfulness in general mm-hmm. so one thing um that's helped me a lot is like when you were saying like just touching your fingers together it reminded me of this um when I'm in the shower so I like sometimes will just sit there and just feel the temperature of the water on my body or just Mm -hmm. like focus on what the product I'm using like smells like or if I'm driving feeling my hands on the steering wheel like stuff like that yeah no and like I actually learned that through like um who was it that told me I don't remember but I was just saying I was like struggling so hard like just like being like present Mm -hmm. and like if you're not like that's the worst place to be in yeah because you're hyper fixating on things that don't even exist exactly and like and like once it's in your mind like especially if it's like something like it will just it will knock away if you keep thinking like ruminating on it yeah so like they were just like all right like we're just like trying to brainstorm and they're like literally if you ever feel like you're like freaking out or something like get like a really like potent smell mm-hmm. so like when i'm freaking out now i'll like I, which I, I haven't thankfully in a while like but when i'm like stressing out let's say like i'll take like a perfume mm-hmm. and i'll like put it around to my nose and i'm like and it, it's <laughs> the weirdest thing but it's like yeah it just like reminds you like you're in, like you're fine like yeah. just relax well you even just mentioned this but um something i learned i there was like this um uh, like visually explaining like why 
like you were saying, when you think about something negative, you're just going to keep thinking about it Mm -hmm. like it exponentially. Um, It was explained to me like if you think about your thoughts as buckets on a conveyor belt Mm -hmm. and when you pick up a bucket, like if it's a negative thought, um, you're sending a message to your brain that that is an important thought. So your brain cultivates more thoughts like it to because you're by like continually thinking about it. You're telling your brain like this is something important we need to focus on. That makes sense. Yes. So, and then those, like, mindfulness techniques, that's, like, putting the bucket back on the conveyor belt. I'm letting them pass. Yes. Yes. Isn't that interesting? That is, I've never, I've never, like, I always, like, because, of course, we've all had those, like, thoughts. Like, yeah. I never, like, I've never really thought of why. I was just, like, why? Like, yeah. thing, you thing. You kind of freak out. You're, like, why is this happening? Like, it's so strange. Like, mm-hmm. and stuff that does not even matter. And that's why, I, like, it's so important to just focus on, and that's what, like, mindfulness kind of did for me and also like a gratitude journal like just realizing like what is real like because like you said like thoughts like they can like feel really real and like tear you down but they're not real like it's it's in your head it's all in your head and like obviously there's like certain circumstances that like you can't control but like for me at least like and i think for a lot of people like it's something that you can't control and like if you don't work on it and like sometimes you have to work on it more than your physical self like it's not gonna get better for sure that was good thank you so much for coming and talking to me i feel like i i feel like i just got like a brain bath like i feel (laughs) like i i just have like all these like new nutrients and phrases and things i can't wait to listen to this back and i know digest it but now i actually know you yeah i know i do feel like we know each other a little bit better oh and jamie you can like make noise and stuff too i feel like you were (laughs) she was like tiptoeing i'm like i didn't want to cut uh page off but i was like oh she definitely thinks she has to be quiet i felt bad because i was like no 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 my god i know i saw her out of the corner of my eye i saw you walk upstairs with the blender bottle she hadn't shaken it up yet so the protein powder was just sitting on top of the water and i was like uh she definitely thinks that like if she makes noise i'm gonna be upset um oh yeah i'm sorry i didn't mean to like oh my gosh no yeah fine i wish i could yeah we gotta have jamie on the pod i've been trying to get her on also calling your your three episode podcast the pod is like the most (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's awesome no i'm gonna start a podcast now yeah this is so fun i feel like professional i didn't realize you had like official yeah look at this bro what did you think this was like we're just talking about our phones or honestly i don't know much about like yeah all that stuff so we came prepared with our amazon usb mics for sure Welcome to our house. Yeah, well, she. No, it's so yeah. cute. I love it. I was telling her how we would go for walks. Um, I just I watched the sunset. Oh That's yeah. Where I went. I was like, I need a sunset, and I saw that it wasn't really cloudy, so I was yeah. like, all right, it's gonna be. Good. I'll have to show you I some pictures. Sunset. Like, oh, I think I posted one. I posted on my stories on my Instagram. So. Okay, oh, we'll oh, take okay. a peek. We'll take a, I love sunsets. Yes, <laughs> sunsets are a gift. They're, they are. Like, They're a gift. I don't know, it's just it's like a gift to exist. I've been telling myself that lately. It's a gift to exist. Did you hear? Yeah. Our, did you hear a motivational talk? I heard part of it. It sounded really good. We, I, we, there are some hot takes.